Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Some laughs in your house. You need some. You need some joy. You need some. <laughs> Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Yes, Barry, let me go. Shanquita, I've been away for the last couple of mornings too. I've been excited. Come on, Barry, let me go. I had to let Barry go. I told Barry I have self control. Laughing. Uh, because my teenager in the house don't want to get up. He has early morning practices, but he also had to get up and tend to his dog this morning. And Lex flips his bowl, like bling, bling. He just flips his bowl until you give him food or water or whatever it is he wants. And so first he was at the door barking, let me go to the bathroom. So Judy got to let him out and go to the bathroom. I got to start to devotional. Then after that, he starts flipping his bowl so that he can get water and sustenance. So he's flipping the bowl. So yes, Lex is co-owner. We co-parent. We co-own. So then after he starts flipping the bowl for Lex for to get his food, I'm like, Judah, that's loud. I can hear it. You know, go pour your pour the food for Lex. So then he starts to pour food. And as he starts pouring food, he's pouring food so loud. Like I can hear him pouring food. I'm like, you're not no quieter than Lex is. So just really tickled this morning. I had to start laughing because I, like I have a certain space I like my house in. In the morning, I could tell like the enemy was trying to have me frustrated. I'm like, I'm not going to be frustrated this morning. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to take this and I'm going to make this funny. So by the time, hey, Rachel Strong. Uh, hey, Cliche, Cliche, I miss you. Um, about the time that I had, about, about the time that I heard the uh, food being poured, it was like, oh, okay, we're just going to be loud this morning. So uh, I'm just, I'm just, hey, it's just a good, good, it's a good morning. It's a good morning. Can you put that in the comments today? It's a good morning. Like, it's a good day to have a good day. Y'all know I'm huge about choosing joy, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation. So it's a good morning to have a good morning. So put that in the comments today. It's a good, all this hair, it's a good day. Ah! It's a good day. It's a good day. I get to decide, Nisi, how my day goes. Not the circumstances, not the situations around me. I get to decide how my day goes. And I'm just a person that believes I can have a good day, no matter the opposition, no matter the pain, no matter the circumstance. It's a good morning. It's a good morning. It's a good day. It's going to be a good day. I got my, yeah, I've had this t-shirt for 25 years. I got my favorite t-shirt on. It's my Rubik's Cube t-shirt. It says Pure Genius on it. Um, like, I'm like, I found, I was like, what was my t-shirt? Where's my t-shirt? 
t-shirt today. Uh, and so it's a good day, right? It's a good day. Yeah, Juanita, I choose joy. Joy is a choice. Joy is choice driven. And one of the things that I remind myself of when it feels like things are stacked against me, I start counting it all up. One, Lord, thank you for the for breath and life this morning too, Lord God. Thank you for the activities of my limbs, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that I'm in my right mind. Thank you, Lord God, this morning that I have food, that I have clothing, that I have shelter. Thank you, for Lord God. Um, there is peace. Thank you, Lord God. There is provision and protection. Thank you, Lord God. There is food in my house. Thank you, Lord God. There is gas in my tank. Like I started thinking even thanking him for like gas. Like I remember there were seasons where it was difficult for me to put gas in my car. So thank you, Lord God, that there is gas in my car. Thank you, Lord God. Like, thank you, Lord God. Thank you that my sons are safe. Thank you, Lord God, that my grandsons are safe. Thank you, Lord God, that my friends and my loved ones are safe. Thank you, Lord God, for just, it's a good day. Thank you, Father God, that the blessing is rich on my life and it doesn't come with sorrow. Thank you, Lord God, that your hand can be seen in my life. Thank you for peace. Thank you for protection. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for knowledge. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And by the time I do all that, man, whatever it is I was focused on is usually at the bottom of my list. Usually whatever I was focused on is at the bottom of my list. Like I can't even, sometimes I can't even go back to what the thought was because the thoughts of goodness, the thoughts of joy, the thoughts of his strength, the thoughts of peace. Or then I start meditating on some things that he's done for me, like that I know he's taken me out of, that I know he's transformed me, that I know he's kept me. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for every season that I've had in my life. Woo! The seasons that I wasn't comfortable with, the seasons that I didn't like. Woo! Lord God, but still thank you for those seasons. Thank you for growing me. Thank you for grooming me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for keeping me. And so my position often is a grateful heart. Woo! My position often is a grateful heart. And it just puts me in a place. I, yesterday, uh, I don't think we wear, like I had to learn, like we wear our attitudes on our face. We wear where we are on our face, it often shows up. So you, when you when, when you encounter somebody, you know whether or not you encountering joy. You know whether or not you encountering somebody. We talk about how good the the Lord is, but you know whether or not you encountering someone that really feels that way, right? So I just I just take my position and my attitude and focus on all the good things, and then I do one other thing. Whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday. I'm not bringing that into my today. Tomorrow don't exist. Yes, I mean, yesterday don't exist anymore. It doesn't exist. I can't go back and grab that day. I can't go back and relive that day. So I have a firm policy that if something happened in yesterday, it doesn't get to come into my day. If it wasn't dealt with on yesterday, um, I'm not making it a high priority, especially for something negative. I'm not making it a high priority in my day today. And that usually pulls me into a place and adjust me into a place where my God, um, it, I refocus and I refocus myself and it's so easy to do. So Father God, thank you for your word today. Thank you for your word that transforms us. Thank you for your word that keeps us. Thank you for your word that, um, that grooms us. Thank you for your word that encourages and empowers us. Um, Thank you for your word that, um, hold on, y'all. 
Thank you for your word that lifts us and loves us. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Um, thank you for the strength even that I need as a single mom. I've been, God has been um, just really dealing with me about that. Like Joe's gone. Joe was a huge part of my support system. And he was just like, make sure you extend yourself some grace. Make sure you plan your time well. Um, you've not been in this space ever before. So don't assume you understand how to operate in this race. Get the wisdom that you need for me um, so that you can manage your time, so that you can flow, so that you um, are not confused, so the enemy doesn't try to take over your day. And those things, like those things have, those things, him talking to me has been such a blessing to me um, and just kept me in such a, a good, safe space. So I want to give you something this morning. And I've been here before. And so if we're back here again, I know that the God wants us to focus on things. And this is what I would people with a prophetic word or an encouraging word. Um, and God has had me meditating on this. And I was going to share it yesterday. But God just has spoke to me and said, if they don't know where they came from, if they don't know who I am, It'll be very hard for them to receive when I'm speaking or imparting into their future or I'm talking to them about uh, a, a word that's supposed to lift them up. If you, you got to know your righteousness and who you are first, because then when prophecy comes or then when an encouragement from the Lord comes, uh, you won't be able to really re receive it because his sheep know his voice. His sheep, like his sheep, like his sheep know his voice, like his sheep know his voice. His sheep really know who he is. You can come in if you need to. His sheep know his voice. His sheep, you want to come say hi? His sheep know his voice. I was just talking about you. His sheep know his voice. And when his sheep know his voice, um, they respond different, <laughs> like they listen different, they see it different. <laughs> you, uh, um, uh, and so you have to really understand. I can get back focused now. You have to really understand who he is and who he is to you. And when you do that, so then when someone says, I have a word that the Lord gave me that encouraged you. You're not, oh, I don't get that. I don't understand that. No, you got to turn that light back out. His sheep know his voice. His sheep know his voice. His sheep have a great understanding. He knows, they know his voice. So when the Lord brings a word to uplift and people are like, huh, I don't know. No, here is God speaking to his sons and daughters specifically this morning. So the, the scripture or the thing that God gave me was about the former and the latter rains. And we have been here before and there must be something he wants us to take away from this former and this latter rains. Right. Um, and when we talk about the former and the latter, we're referring to the order of two or more things. Come on, y'all. I ain't got long. Um, we are referring to the order of two or more things. Woo, come on. Um, and God was giving me this and I'm like, Lord, what are you saying to us? So I hope when you get this today that it encourages you um, in such a way like it encourages me. Right. Um, so the former, the fall rain 
and the latter spring poured down from God, right? So as I was reading this yesterday, um, the former rains, far, farmers began plowing and planting seeds. This is what happens during the former rain time. Farmers began plowing and planting seed. And then the latter rain, which is more important, woo, matures the crop woo, for harvesting. And then I wrote down what the word, the word the Lord gave me. He says, you haven't seen anything yet. Woo, it's harvest time. And I don't care if we talking about harvest for your health. You've been standing for healing. I don't want y'all to think about just financial things. There is biblical principle alive in the word of God. There is kingdom principle that's alive in the word of God. And when God starts speaking to us in a season and saying to us, you're getting ready to experience the former and the latter rains. Let me read the scripture. Deuteronomy 11, 14. He said, I'll provide rain for your land. Come on. You got to start thanking him. I will provide rain for your land in the proper time, the autumn and the spring rains, and you will harvest your grain, new wine, and fresh oil. I will provide grass in your fields for your livestock. You will eat and be satisfied. So I'm like, okay, Lord, I need you to show me this. Like, I need you to show me this. And then he gave me Zechariah 10 and 1. He says, <laughs> it says, Miss Sandra, this for you. Miss um, <laughs> Sandra, this for you. It says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Woo! He says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of latter rain. Ask God for rain. <laughs> ask God for rain. Woo! Ask God for rain. Remember, the latter rain is what matures the crop and gets it ready for harvesting. Woo! Come on. The latter rain is what matures the crop and gets it ready for harvesting. So it says, Zechariah 10 1, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Prayer. Somebody says prayer. Type it in big. I'm trying not to scream. Prayer positions you to receive what he already wants to give you. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry that prayer positions you put to receive what he already wants to get you. Prayer allows him, woo, come on, to intervene and make possible every situation. Come on, that's Luke, that's in Luke. Prayer allows him to intervene and make possible every situation. This is what I'm having a problem with. Woo, come on. This is what I'm having a hard time with, Antonio. Because people will tell you this is a, well, you shouldn't, this is not, you know, I was listening to somebody the other day and she was like, I'm not asking. I'm not going to God asking him for things. And I'm like, why are you not? <laughs> Who told you that? She was like, I'm not going to God. I'm not going to God asking him for things. And I'm like, why are you, this is your father. <laughs> If you really understood the relationship with God, see, I told y'all we in a situation right now where people want to make God vague and people want to make God general. And as if God isn't specific and, and if God isn't literal to your situation, God knows every situation you're in. So here's what I know to be true about my father. I can't tell you about anybody else's father. Here's what I know to be true about my father is that God loves when you ask him. <laughs> 
because you're looking to him and not man. God loves Connie when you ask him because you're looking to him and not yourself. So when you are in a situation, woo, come on now, when you are in a situation and God comes to us and speaks such a bold word that says, come on, Deuteronomy 11, 14, I will give you the rain for your land and it's season, the early rain and the latter rain so that you can gather your grain, your new wine and your oil. And I'm going to talk to you about the oil in just a second. Ask God for rain. And he gives us another scripture, Zechariah 10 and 1. Ask the Lord for rain in the time of latter rain. Woo! Ask, ask him for rain. Ask him for what you need. Oh, my God. I wrote out something yesterday because I was driving. And the Lord was just saying to me, I have expedited services. Like I have, I hear God. I know I hear God. And I'll challenge any, you can't tell me how God talks to me. He says, I have expedited services. I have the ability to get something to someone when they need it ahead of time in a rush process. And I'm like, my God. And so I prayed a bold prayer. I said, Lord, there are people on my timeline who need an expedited service. I am bold enough. It doesn't it matter who else believes it. It doesn't matter. I know how you speak to me. I am bold enough. I am bold enough to believe that you can do exactly what you're saying to me, to them in the right amount of time. So thank you ahead of time for expediting whatever it is they need. The, let me, the Holy Spirit is the greatest courier. <laughs> See, the Holy Spirit is the greatest courier. The whole, and I'm C-O-U-R-I-E-R. -E the Holy Spirit is the greatest courier. My God, I was like, this is so powerful. So Deuteronomy 11, 14, I gave you that. And then it says, new wine and your oil. And the oil speaks of the Holy Spirit symbolically. The oil makes things go smoothly. Woo! So I said, I said, Lord, what are you saying to us? The Holy Spirit will teach in this season. He'll teach you everything you need to know. Come on, y'all. You got to see the Holy Spirit for what he is. The Holy Spirit will be the advocate. The Holy Spirit is the one that will go in the rooms. The Holy Spirit is the one that will knock on the doors. The Holy Spirit is the one that will place you in position and talk to the people that you need to connect to. The Holy Spirit is the one that will make the divine connections. I'm working on a project with someone. If y'all didn't know, I help people incorporate their nonprofit organizations, their organizations, get them started. I'm working with a lady who has a nonprofit, who's starting a nonprofit. And she said something so powerful. She said, I, she met my mother first. And she was like, I met your mom first. And she said, I knew it was something just like amazing about your mom, but I also knew there was a divine connection. Well, as she was talking to mom and telling mom what she needed, mom said, I think you need my daughter. <laughs> I don't think you need me. I think you need my daughter. I think this is what my daughter does and does well. So mother sent me a message and she said, hey, this lady wants to start a nonprofit organization. Um, she needs somebody to incorporate her. Isn't this what you do? And I said, yes, ma'am, because I don't advertise it a lot. Like when people come to me, I let them hire my services, but it's not a service that I just put out there. So I said, yes, ma'am, it is. So the Holy Spirit advocated to make the divine connection. The last three clients I've had, 
I have not had to go search for them. They have come to me. All I'm doing is sitting around trying my best to trust and to obey God. So the divine connection was made. The Holy Spirit is the advocate. I don't have to do it. So when we look at them and he says, I'm going to give you your oil. Woo! I'm going to give you your new wine. The Holy Spirit is going to provide the comfort that you need in this season. The Holy Spirit is going to give you the strength that you need in this season. The Holy Spirit has strategies for you in this season. This is what I wrote down. This is a season woo, where divine <laughs> wisdom will flow because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. This is a season where divine wisdom, where whatever it is you need wisdom for, it will flow because wherever the spirit bow, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is straight freedom. So the latter rain, come on, y'all, comes, right? Come on. Woo! The I got to give you this. Also, the latter rain that comes is for the generation. <laughs> it is not just for you. The harvest is coming. The, the miracle that comes, the, the, the timing of God in this season. It's for the generation. Woo! Come on, Janice, you almost going to make me slap you. She said, this is my season for freedom. It is. And the freedom we need, if you really understood, oh my gosh, I think I did a devotional one time about sit back and chill. If you really understood the season you were in, you would spend more time entering the rest of God instead of trying to perform, instead of trying to be places, instead of trying to do stuff, you will enter the rest of God. So it says, the latter comes from the generations and it sparks something for the next generation. This that God is doing in this dispensation, in this era, in this season, and this time, you will become a generation change agent. <laughs> What you do right now by trusting and obeying God and asking God for the rain, my God, you will become an, a generational change agent. You're going to change things for the generation. New things will happen and occur through you. Woo! And God, not man, listen, God will cause abundant harvest and restoration woo, by both rains occurring at the same time. I got to give you one more scripture. This is the word of the Lord. That's exactly how I wrote it down. And God always keeps his word. God doesn't lie. God always keeps his word. So if the Lord comes to us this morning and says, ask me for rain, have you asked him yet? Have you asked, Lord, I need you to rain and rain. Let me give you one else. All right. So this, this is, this is, this is Hosea, right? And this was Israel who had been unrepentant. This was the part that the Lord had given me. He says, come, let us return to the Lord. He has turned us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. See, they didn't have Jesus. They had been in trouble. He said, after two days, he will... And this was prophetic. He says, after two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. 
Let us press on to acknowledge him. And surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. God will keep his word. They were talking, this was prophetically speaking about salvation through the Messiah. Now, I need to give you something. There was a requirement that he gave them when he said, you're going to experience the former and the latter rains. Back up to Deuteronomy 11, 13. Love your God. Serve him with your heart and with your soul. How do I love God with my whole heart? You give him your time. You give him your energy. You give him your talents and you give him your resources. You find your satisfaction in him before you find it anything else. You make decisions with him. <laughs> you love him through his strength. You, 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 give, you, you do this with your whole strength by using what you have to bring him glory. This is, that was the requirement. <laughs> he said, love your God and to serve him with your heart and soul, <laughs> using your time, your energy, and your talents and your resources. <laughs> giving him your first, giving him your first, giving him your first, seeking ye first the kingdom of God <laughs> and all his righteousness and everything you need is going to be added unto you. Doesn't make you perfect. That's not what I'm talking about. Scripture tells us a just man falls seven times, a righteous man falls seven times, but to get back up. Your point is not to stay down. Woo! David was a man after God's own heart for a reason. And y'all know David did some things. And I'm telling you this because you'll counsel yourself out saying, I'm not worthy of what was spoken today. And God is saying, I reign on the just and the unjust. I make the decision about what I want you to have and what you do and where you at. I'm, I'm, I do that. You, so stop making a decision about whether or not you're worthy of rain. You've done all the things right. Come on. Come on. No, Sheree, you can't afford to stay down. There's too much. People see in there right now. Can I tell y'all something? I, it is so, they, they are, now it's called, I think it's called neo-prosperity. This stuff is getting crazy. If I encourage you that you can get up, now they calling that prosperity gospel. If I encourage you that there is more to you than you're looking at, now they say that's prosperity gospel. But I'm going to tell you, Sheree, you don't need to stay down because this is your season to get up because there is more that God has for you. Right. There is there is more that God has for you. You got to see this from a different perspective. It is counterproductive to God that his people. Yes, his people will suffer. Yes, his people will go through things, but it is counterproductive to who God is if his people don't succeed. If his people don't do well, it's counter. I don't care. They can tell you whatever. I'll go to the stage on that. It's counterproductive. It's counterproductive to tell you, people to tell you, you're not supposed to get back up or there's not purpose in you or there's not more to you. 
Like there is, <laughs> there is. Jesus came so you could live. And it's not just about heaven. You got something to do on this earth before you get to heaven. Go to the parable of talents. He talks about that all in there. You got, you got stuff, you got a stuff you got to do. Prosperity in his word ain't about money, tangible, and things. We're talking about living a life that's worthy and pleasing to God. <laughs> living a life that's worthy and pleasing to God. That you see as God sees. I refuse to let you stay in a negative mindset when I know you're supposed to be thinking of things that appear lovely and a good report. No, not this. I refuse. When you're supposed to be thinking your thoughts, his thoughts are higher, his way. Can't no man, I'm going to tell you something, and I'm done. Can't no man <laughs> tell you how God thinks towards you. Only God can. We can talk about scripture, but I know for a fact, God will blow our mind outside of the walls of even what the scripture says and do things that are straight in alignment with his will and by the Holy Spirit. We need more Holy Spirit in this era. We don't have Holy Spirit without the word, but we need more Holy Spirit in an era where people are, are making God vague and general and taking things that offend them. <laughs> taking things that offend them, it offends them. And because it offends them, they flip it and put it and say it's no truth. But when the spirit of the Lord moved upon Acts and everybody was speaking in tongues, they were in awe and amazement at what was happening. They had never experienced that before. I have seen healing twice this week. <laughs> twice. I've seen healing twice this week. I have seen healing twice this week. Why? Because God chose. Because it was his grace and his mercy. I've seen two people have two miraculous things happen in their life because God chose at a report that said it would not happen. This it. I love y'all. I got to get out of here. I'm for real. Like you need to make your thing, this thing, your, this journey, this era, your stuff needs to be per this personally. I ain't talking about erroneous error all out here, all over the, I ain't I'm talking about it. I'm talking about this journey. This is not, God is not vague in general. He is literal. He is specific. The word of God is still active. Jesus is still real. The Holy Spirit is still here to be teacher, to be comforter. Come on now, to be advocate and to be strengthener. <laughs> Come on, Val. He did. He told the man to get up, his, pick up his bed and now go walk. Like he ain't tell him to lay down. Every time Jesus encountered someone, he gave them an instruction of what to go do next. It, 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 it's countering, it's counterproductive when people are saying, when somebody encourages somebody because somebody is a pessimistic person, it's counterproductive for people to come back and say, oh, people encouraging you that you have purpose and that you have doing more. That's, that's prosperity gospel. Like, where is this coming from? Because I want you to be healed. Because I want you to do well. Because I want you to walk in the fulfillment of what God called you to be. <laughs> I'm going to walk you through your sad places. 
I understand suffering. I done suffered the first 50 years of my life. I understand the necessity of suffering, but I also understand the dispensation of grace, love, power, protection, and provision that can only come at the hands of God. There are things that I've experienced that I know for a fact only God did it. So I hope you received this word from the Lord. You might have to go back and replay it. I was a little excited earlier trying to get this teenager out the house. Forgive me for the slow move, but I think fresh oil. No, I'm not going to think. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Fresh oil was poured on you today. <laughs> Receive the fresh oil. Receive the grace. <laughs> know that the Holy Spirit is moving. He is real. <laughs> and this is a season where divine wisdom will give you everything you need. You ain't got to guess. You just got to wait on the Lord. We, we quote this all the time. Um, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk. That's a hundred percent true. If you wait on the Lord, if you had Lord, give me, let me have patience in this season to wait on you. He'll do exactly what he needs to do for you in the season. In the former and the rattle lane, ask God for rain. Ask God for what you need. Stop. Lord, I need rain. I need something to change. That's your father. That's not, that's not a, that's your father. You get to ask him for what you need. And then he decides what happens next. But you get to talk to your daddy any way you want to talk to your daddy. And you don't let nobody tell you nothing else or you send them to see LMJ. Father God, thank you for your word today. We are asking you for rain. Lord God, we are asking for you, for you for rain. You reign, R-E-I-G-N, in every circumstance and situation that we are facing today. But Lord, some of us need rain. It is time for our harvest to come. And we need rain. We need your rain. We need to see your hand in healing. We need to see your hand in protection. We need to see your hand in provision. There are things that are occurring in our life that only you can handle it and you can do it. So, Lord God, we are asking you today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that you give us rain in this season so that the harvest can come alive for the generations. Woo! Lord, thank you for spreading your arms out wide over your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. One, you know, lmjministries.org. Go there. Lord, place it on your heart to give. You can give there. Second, your relationship with Jesus Christ is the thing that's going to change your life. Starts with the confession of faith. That's you. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Uh, we thank you, Father God, for just resting in this place today. Share the devotional. Let someone else watch what you watch today. You will be surprised that there is someone else that needs rain. Lord God, thank you for the rain in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see y'all at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings.